What we're going to talk about today is how I think most of us define profit, cold, hard cash. I'm going to show you a process to ensure cold, hard cash in your bank for you to take out as a bonus when you want to. Accounting profits can be manipulated. Enron is a perfect example. They were profitable until the day 100,000 people got kicked out the door, whatever the number was. So we're going to talk about cash profit. The way to do it is through a new formula. And uh, let me just move this here so it's visible to all of us. Um, the new formula I want to show you is this. That sales minus profit equals expenses. And what you'll notice right away is it's the same variables. It's actually, if you're familiar with some uh, fundamental math principles, this is mathematically the same. Logically, this is the identical formula. It's called a variable swap. We took profit, moved it up, took expenses, moved it down. We swapped the variable, so profit's not a plus, it's a minus. But it's identical. Logically, this behaves the same way. But the significant difference is the behavior, because now profit comes first. And in execution, what I'm suggesting we start doing today is every time a sale comes into your business for $173 per transaction or $17,000, it doesn't matter what it is, we're going to take a predetermined percentage of that profit, allocate it toward an account, a cash account, hide that money away, and this will tell us what we actually have to run our business off of. Lessons that we've learned um, in this is, and the questions that I wanted to ask to end. So, brand. So remember your purpose, keep your values in, in front of you, and but really ask your customers what that is and what does it mean to your customers. Um, products. So what other products do you sell, um, can you sell to your same customers, okay? Um, customers, what other customers can you sell your same products to? Um, marketing, what's your ROI formula? You know, how, what is it? And do you know it? And once you figure it out, where can you invest smartly in advertising? Sales, how are you adding value? And how much does that cost you in that sales value stream? Um, finally, Business systems, are you building a systematic business process? Do you have processes written down? Are you using those processes in line with your systems like Rentable to run your business? And are you training your people and allowing them to improve them, not you being the person that improves them? And then cash flow, what's your cash conversion cycle? Everyone should go home and figure that out. It's pretty simple math, you can Google it. Um, you should know it. You know what's awesome about screen printing? is it's got a pretty good cash conversion cycle because you typically don't have to pay for shirts, you turn them around pretty quick, you get net 30 terms. So, but what is yours? You know, on your, are you holding too much inventory? Are you getting paid too late from customers and not getting, being, having great terms for your vendors? And how you can, can you change that? And how does that compare to your growth rate? And then what's your funding backup? So, who's your integrator on your company and who's your innovator? If you don't have both, how can you find the other guy or girl? And then finally, who can you partner with uh, to be better together? Start small. My, my top recommendation, I've seen a lot of businesses over the past 10 years. I know every single company who live screen brands for a while. I mean, you could ask Alex. I'm, I'm competitive, but I, I like to do my research. So I research every company who is online who do live screen brands. I've seen a lot fail because they tried to go too big too fast. There's been a lot of companies who have posed as other companies and written to us trying to get quotes and get our pricing. I know when that is. I know when people try to do that. I'm always willing to help. If anybody has questions, just write, reach out to me. But starting small, don't do an event that is too big. 100 people, just start it really, really simple. Uh, kind of goes into the start small. You want to test the waters.
test your setup, make sure you have something that you're comfortable working with on site. <clears throat> Use your network that you already have in place. Um, Logo Daddy, uh, you're talking about you know being in a rural a rural area, um, but you have you know access to some of these clients who sponsor you said races and, and various things like that. That's who your client is. You want to you want to get to the sponsors of these events because they're going to either go to you to print shirts ahead of time, or you can do it on site and charge more. So what you can do is you can give them the brand value the value you're creating for their brand to go on site by printing on site. And then have a plan, which is kind of the rest of the, the talk here. So these three things are really, really critical. And we've got to balance them. And so the difference is, is being able to look into the future and say, I'm heading towards a million, or I'm heading towards three million, or I'm heading towards um, 350, 360,000. Uh, what happens when I get there? And it's knowing what happens when you get there that that's the key thing. Because now you have what I call brake lights on the freeway you see those brake lights coming on before they, you actually get there. So with those lights coming on half a mile, a mile, in this case it would be you know, three months, six months, nine months in advance, we can make decisions before they happen. So essentially we're ready to make a decision that doesn't slow us down when we get to that point. So R-T-I-N, who knows what that stands for? Anybody? This is the key for you. The riches are in the niches. Right? The riches are in the niches. It's kind of a, you know, catchy little marketing kind of slogan kind of a deal, but it's critically important. I see so many companies that want to be all things to all people. Right? They're doing schools. They're doing events. They're doing family reunions. They're doing corporate business. They're doing uniforms. They're doing live printing. They're doing stores. They're, you know, they're all over the place because they're under the false assumption that all business is good business. When I talk to most shop owners, the, the sales process really isn't, isn't there. It's non-existent. There's not a structured approach to sell. I spent two years at a, a sales consultancy helping to go into businesses and develop sales process and then train their sales team members and sales managers on following that approach. And I can, I can tell you firsthand, the impact is immense. Even with incredibly large organizations and small, Developing a framework and a, a best practice approach to how you sell can make a really big difference. So essentially the goal of this and the outcome is to create a more predictable revenue stream. We want to have a defined approach to get a, more deals and the deals that we want to get in the door. One of the main benefits is strategizing. Not only current opportunities that we're looking at now, but why we won or lost opportunities in, in, the, in the past. What did we do wrong in the process that, that brought us off track, that made us not win that opportunity? Or what did we do right, why did we win? So when you have a sales process defined and you have it there, analyzing deal strategy and win-loss analysis gets so much easier when you have that framework in place. And then also onboarding and training new employees, it gets, it's so much easier when you give them a playbook when they start. Here's the process that we follow for selling effectively in our business, here's what it looks like. Now, now take it and run with it. So my recommendation here, if you want to build and define and develop a sales process for your organization, is just sit down and, and put time into pe putting pen to paper and laying out what that process looks like. When you're representing yourself as a personal brand, what are some of the things that you can do that not only represents you, but also represents your business? And this one's not rhetorical. Does anybody have any ideas of what you might be able to do outside of business that can also represent your business? Yeah. 
Throw a hell of a party. Throw a hell of a party, yeah. And design a t-shirt to go with that party. When you're representing your brand, uh, what I'm trying to do is to show you that you can get your family and your family values involved with some of that stuff.